0: Hey, this is Dan Clydman, host of Skullduggery and editor-in-chief of Yahoo News. I'm here with my co-host, Mike Isakoff, chief investigative correspondent of Yahoo. And we want to tell you that in addition to the episode of Skullduggery that comes out every Friday morning, we'll be releasing a shorter edition on Tuesday mornings. We're calling it Skullduggery's Buried Treasure. Get it? Mike, Skullduggery, Pirate's Buried Treasure?
1: Yeah, yeah it takes me a while, okay, but uh, well, i figure
0: it out eventually. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Mike and I will be digging up stories about old scandals lost to history, maybe just a great anecdote or spotlighting an interesting, colorful character or a clever legal tactic that sheds light on today's scandals. So this week on Buried Treasure, we resurrect the story of Warren Medoff. Medoff was a struggling businessman in South Florida. He was a cheerful, extroverted guy. He was looking to make connections in the world of politics. Medoff managed to stumble into the 1996 Clinton campaign finance scandal, and Isakoff, you broke the story.
1: I did. You did leave out uh, one little detail about Warren Medoff. Um, he was your cousin.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's how you broke the, scan- that's how you broke the story. Yeah, you. I were was. Re- I actually. I. I, I, I you was, were recused. Yes, and I sort of was hoping to keep that detail buried. So thanks. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was my dad's. He is my dad's first cousin, which made him, uh, I guess, my second cousin once removed. I never, I never really get how that works. In any event, uh, it it did kind of give me a unique window on, on someone who gets kind of ensnared in a high profile Washington scandal. Um, and you know, you got the scoop. Why don't you just like walk us through it?
1: Uh yeah, it actually was a pretty uh, cool story as uh, as campaign finance scandals go. Uh this is the uh, 96 campaign closing days Bill Bill Clinton uh running against Bob Dole. He's doing everything to collect as much cash as they can. Uh, And he gets approached at a fundraiser in Miami at the Biltmore Hotel by this guy he doesn't know, uh, Warren Medoff, um, who uh, hands him a business card that on the back is written the words, My associate has $5 million. He is prepared to donate to the DNC. Uh, Clinton starts to walk away, glance down, reads the card, stops, turns around, (laughs) and goes back to Warren Medoff and says... Uh, let me have another one of those cards. Uh, As the please. classic Clinton double take, he sees yeah. uh, five
0: million dollars right before the the election,
1: um, and he says uh, he he wants a um, uh, cousin Warren to talk to a member of his staff uh, that turns out to be Harold Ickes uh the uh, uh the political guy at the White House who was in charge of getting Bill Clinton reelected and raising as much dough as he could uh and what's amazing is that um uh, a couple days later uh Madoff gets a call from uh, uh from Harold Ickes at the White House saying the president asked me to handle this matter um and um Metoff explains that the money, the five million dollars would come from this financial speculator in Texas who he was doing business with.
0: I don't uh, even think he knew. I don't think he'd even met him personally. I, I don't even think they had a, 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 that kind of relationship.
1: Right. But uh, what was uh, the
0: source of the money.
1: The source of the money was going to be some uh, sale of German war bonds. Like pre World
0: War Two German war bonds.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, so you would think there would be a few red flags. Going off uh, at the the White House and uh, by
0: the president and Mister Ickes, as I recall, the one demand from uh, from Warren, cousin Warren, and this and his associate was they wanted it to be tax exempt. Well, normally, you know, campaign contributions cannot be tax exempt. So, so as I recall, it Ickes um, actually faxes sends a fax from Air Force One to Medoff with a bunch of bank account numbers.
1: Right. It would be greatly appreciated if the following amounts can be wired into the bank accounts. And then he gives Metoff a list of tax exempt organizations that were dedicated to getting out the vote for the Democrats in the 96 campaign uh, and then also asks for a half a million bucks, $500,000 to be wired directly into the DNC's bank account by cousin Warren's uh, uh, financial patron here the texas speculator trying to sell pre-world war ii
0: german war bonds all right so flash forward you write the story i um, do you write the story and it blows up
1: right i I'm mean ra- by the way this
0: also does it is a little bit of a window into like just how desperate and voracious the appetite right. for fundraising was back in those days. Remember the, you know, right, right. the Clinton campaign's getting money from all these right. you know, foreign businessmen. Right. And, yeah. you know,
1: and and which does, by the way, I mean, the larger context here, the reason the fundraising scandal blew up was because there was uh, a, a lot of these shady, mysterious characters who were raising money for the DNC, and it turned out that a lot of that money, millions of it, was coming. coming. Coming from overseas, Uh, um, it's illegal for foreigners to donate to political campaigns. And some of that foreign money, it turned out, and the Justice Department investigations established, was actually coming from Chinese intelligence. And so this was really that was real. That yeah, that was real. And it was a case of foreign meddling in our elections, something we've spent a lot of time talking about in uh, over the last year relating to the 2016 campaign and the Russians. We don't have the money trail yet like we did in 96, but it's the same principle. Foreign government trying to influence American right. we don't, politics. We have the
0: Internet troll trail, not the from the Russians, not the money right. trail. But so Newsweek, you do this story Newsweek, it blows up and cousin Medoff ends up Under the Klieg lights. Yes. In the in the Senate uh, Senate committee investigating
1: investigating the campaign finance uh, scandal. And Medoff is called to testify and he gets raked under the coals by the Democrats led by Senator Robert Torricelli. Uh, the torch, uh, a uh, somebody who had raised lots of questionable
0: cash himself over the years, and ends up going actually going down himself or leaving the Senate because of uh, gifts that, gifts that he that he got from from donors, and and, right. and and Torricelli just took the bark off my cousin. I mean, he really yeah. kind of destroyed him up there, and that to me, that's one of the the lessons here, one of the kind of takeaways for me, which is that in these. These scandal, uh, these these big scandals, when the when the kind of scandal machine revs up, um, it, it is always the case that some, you know, that there's collateral damage that some kind of small bit character ends up getting uh, caught up in it. Um, And, you know, it can be very damaging uh, to a person. And, you know, we have that, you know, there are people like Carter Page and and, um,
1: George Papadopoulos Papadopoulos, and and lots of other people who have been caught up, although I think in those cases uh, there's still a lot of questions outstanding. But I believe we've got some tape of that uh, historic confrontation between uh, Cousin Warren Madoff and Senator Robert Torricelli.
2: You have made a claim that a five million dollar contribution was offered. We've now established that the man that you claim trusted you to make this offer you've never met. That's correct. Now we've gone on to the question of what Senator Nichols said would have been a highly unusual contribution. The man who you claim was offering it lived in a rented home. He had two IRS liens against other property he had owned. In 1988, he defaulted on a personal note, and he appealed to the court because he could not afford an attorney. He had no financial assets to have himself represented. There are two other pages of similar financial problems. Uh, this, now, this is the man who was offering a $5 million contribution to the Democratic National Committee through in, you. In fact, that information that you just read, I was only made privy to uh, last week uh, by the investigating committee. Uh, it's the first time that I had heard of those financial uh, difficulties of Mr. Morgan. And well, let's go on. I, Mr. I would ask you as to what the relevance is as to that. The relevance is, Mr. Medoff, that. This committee has had, had serious charges against leaders of the United States government, Democrat and Republican. We have taken many on faith because of the seriousness of the charges. Despite the credibility of some, we have listened patiently, believe some probably had questions of others. But I, for one, will not be a member of this committee. Have you come before this committee and make claims against people I've known much of my life, people who've been trusted in the leadership of the United States of America? considering aspects of your own credibility and what on their face clearly are inaccurate statements. You don't know, Mr. Morgan. Mr. Morgan clearly did not have $5 million to offer, and what's more, I don't believe he did. Now, let us proceed further, Mr. Metoff, because by coming here, you have placed your credibility against those, the President, Mr. Fowler, Mr. Sullivan, and Mr. Ickes. What is more, you have done something that I, for one, will also not allow to stand. And that is to use a committee of the United States Senate, potentially for other purposes.
1: Well, let that be a lesson to you. If you have information about a potential violation of federal election law, you could find yourself ending up before a Senate committee facing a grilling like that. Thanks for listening to this week's Buried Treasure. We'll be back on Friday with a full episode of Skullduggery. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you on Friday.